Welcome to Invested in Wellness, a Fidelity Investments Canada podcast. I'm Jesse Serafian. Join us for part two of our Tis the Season to be Merry and Healthy series. Today, we are joined by April Kokshut, clinical herbalist and certified nutritional practitioner for an engaging session in the kitchen on holiday mocktails and bites to treat your body this festive season. We will explore alternative ways to support our wellness during the holidays while we indulge on simple and delicious recipes and whole food bites that our body will thrive on. April is co-owner of Zen and Tonic, a wellness clinic in Toronto, offering a range of services on holistic healing. This podcast is for general informational and educational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. By performing any of the exercises provided, you are doing so at your own risk. Fidelity will not be responsible or liable for any injury or harm you sustain as a result of the use of any information or content in this podcast. We are in the kitchen and we're making some healthy hors d'oeuvres and whole food bites and mocktails that you can enjoy and your body will enjoy this holiday season. April, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm excited for today's show. It's going to be a good one. Yes, I agree. So last show, we talked about key foods and specific supplements to strengthen our immune system this holiday season. Can you share this again with our viewers? Yeah, so we we definitely are seeing the effects of, you know, that cold and flu season um, around us. So supplements are re- something really easy that you can incorporate into your day-to-day. Um, vitamin C, okay, very important. If we're not eating enough fresh greens, uh, we should definitely be supplementing, you know, anywhere from 1,000 to 3,000 milligrams of vitamin C daily. Really important for our immune support. Um, zinc, zinc is a key supplement to support our immune system. And also vitamin D3. We We've seen so many articles and reports um, written about vitamin D3. Uh, We're not getting as as much sun exposure. We're not absorbing as much. So it's so important, not only for our immune system, but also for our moods. Okay, a lot of people are affected by that seasonal affect and that's something to really support us. Oh, for sure. All great points, for sure. So before we dive into our recipes, what is one simple home remedy that we can make at home to give our immune system a boost? Yeah, so last session we kind of talked a bit about herbs. We talked about that ginger, that turmeric, and my favorite, garlic, okay? So garlic is so, so potent. It's really a great antiviral to kill off viruses, to kill off any pathogens in our body. So one of the easiest remedies that you can make, and it's been around for hundreds of years, is honey-soaked garlic. So all you really need is a mason jar. You need garlic, and then you need honey, okay? So peel your garlic, add the fresh raw cloves into a mason jar, cover it and saturate it with honey, put the lid on and let it sit for at least two weeks. Okay. That all the properties of the garlic are going to seep into that honey. Okay. Make sure that that honey is raw or it's um, raw and unpasteurized. That means that it hasn't been heated and you're still going to get those really great antimicrobial properties. Okay. After you leave it for two weeks, open it up, take a teaspoon of it. That's going to be enough to really kill off a lot of those pathogens, be a really great homemade remedy and support to, you know, really engage and activate that immune system. It's also really safe for kids after the age of two. Um, and that's a really great remedy for them as well. 
If you're doing a little daring, eat the clove. It also tastes delicious, it's sweet, and it's gonna be that much stronger. Um, and you know, on the side of that, garlic is great, but also think of incorporating more whole foods like those greens, uh, those fruits, something that we forget. We eat a lot of those in those summer months because you know, it's grown in Ontario, it's fresh produce. In the winter, we often forget about those raw, fresh vegetables and fruits, and we're eating more cooked substances that really, you know, lack that vitamin C and those nutrients and vitamins that really help our immune system. Oh, for sure. Those are great points. And what are your thoughts on protein? Like how much protein should be incorporated in our diet? Yeah, that's something we definitely touched upon uh, last week. Protein is so important for our immune system. It's really the building block for our immune cells. So I would say around 1.6 to 2 grams of protein per kilogram of weight. So, you know, for me, that would be around 95 to 110 grams of protein a day, depending on my activity levels. The more active you are, the more you need. Also, the more stressed you are, the more protein you need, right? So that's something, again, we touched upon a lot on last session is if we're going to be supporting our immune system, the need for self-care and stress management is so important. If we are stressed, we can supplement, we can eat to a tea, but that stress is really going to suppress our immune systems. So something we talked about last week was really making five minutes, just five minutes, guys, that's all you need. Um, make five minutes for yourself in a day, right? Do something for you that really allows you to disconnect, to be present, to recharge and really let that stress go away so that body can focus on that recharging, boosting that immune system. Jesse, you know, what did you share last week? That was so amazing. Maybe you can share it again with yours today. Yes, absolutely. So I have this, it's called a five minute journal. So basically you take two minutes in the morning. You, there's um, a quote at the beginning. You share, what are you great? What are you grateful for? Which is your top three points. Um, what would make today great? Your top three points. And then a daily affirmation, you know, like a positive reinforcement that you want to tell yourself. And then at the end, before you go to sleep, there's three highlights of your day and then what, what you learned. So I thought it was like so great to take five minutes of your day, the perfect start, perfect end. Um, and it's really about mindfulness. I love sure. that. Hopefully that, you know, stimulates some viewers to do that at home. Yes, absolutely. So going back to that raw honey, that's very interesting that you mentioned that because my mom actually uses that and she told me about that. And she says it absolutely works. It helps with her immune system. If she feels like she's, you know, starting to get a cold, she does that as well. So I'm definitely going to incorporate that. Um, and in terms of soaking it, do you soak it at room temperature or does it need to be in the fridge? I've fermented that for those two weeks on the counter at room temperature. So keep it away from heat. It's really okay. going to allow a lot of those properties to seep into the honey. And then after you open it, then store in the fridge. Okay. And then you take one teaspoon or one tablespoon? Teaspoon. Teaspoon. Yeah. How often can you take it? I would say once a day. If you're really once sick, you can do like two to three times a day. Um, and make sure if you do are adding the hot water, make sure that you let the water cool down just a bit and it's not boiling because that boiling water is actually going to kill the active properties. So again, making sure that water cools down just a bit. Sometimes I boil water, add an ice cube, wait for that ice cube to melt. And then I know, kind of know it's a perfect temperature to add the honey. Okay. That's very smart. I'm definitely going to add that to my, uh, to my routine this, this season. So let's start with our holiday drink, the kombucha mocktail. Can you walk us through it? Yes, I would love to. So you can see kind of my wall of wine behind me. And sometimes during the holidays, I feel a bit overwhelmed drinking. I don't know about you. I feel as though lots of times there's so many events, 
Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and sometimes I just want to feel, you know, refreshed the next day or I feel hydrated and I'll be doing something good for me. You know, also dry January is coming up. So this is also a really great idea to bring in to the new year. Um, so what we're going to start with is find your favorite cocktail glass. We want to make it fun, right? Just because it's a mocktail doesn't mean we can't have fun with it, right? So you can grab your favorite Moscow meal cup. You can grab your favorite cocktail cup. Get a really nice, you know, cocktail ice cube. So I, I like the big square ones. Um, you can get different shakes. Pop your ice cube into there, okay? And then as your beverage, we're gonna be using kombucha, okay? So kombucha is actually a fermented beverage. Um, this one's gonna be a nice blueberry one. Uh, Jesse, do you drink kombucha? I do. I started to. My husband is a huge fan of it. I just started drinking it and I have the ginger. Yes. Lovely. So kombucha is great. It's a really great substitution for alcohol, for sodas. If you have your, like a, yourself or a child who drinks a lot of sodas, kombucha is a lot lower in sugar, yet it's still carbonated, has great flavor, and it has a lot of um, probiotics in it to help your gut. Oftentimes over the holidays, we're, you know, we eat a lot, we indulge, and sometimes our gut needs a little bit of extra support. So not only is this great for the liver and hydration, it's also going to be really great for the gut. Okay. So open that up. Kombucha guys, it is bubbly. Do not shake it. It will explode to so make sure you just open it quite slowly. Okay. So you're going to pour that over just above the ice cube. Add that in there. Okay. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take a lime, cut it in half, and you're going to squeeze the juice of half the lime in there. Limes are very acidic outside of the body, but inside of the body, they're actually very supportive to digestion and liver health. Okay, so we're going to squeeze the juice of the lime into there. We're going to give it a little shake. Okay, then from there, what I love to do is I love to add my own tincture to it. Okay, so these are kind of like, remember you go to the bar and you get bitters, like the Angostura bitters, you can get lavender bitters, which this is my own homemade lavender bitter here. Jesse, which uh, bitter do you have over there? I got elderberry. Oh, elderberry is absolutely beautiful. That's another one that we touched upon last week um, and how great elderberry is for the immune system. It's actually a really great herb to boost the immune system, a really great preventative herb. So I would start taking elderberry in that September, October daily to really boost up that immune system if you do get sick. Okay, so in our cocktail, I'm going to add about four drops. It's quite strong, um, depending on how strong your, your bitters or tinctures are. Um, lavender is something really lovely. It's very, you know, it lifts the mood. It calms the mind. It really allows you to get that party or, you know, night vibe that you want. So that's something I'd really recommend. Um, I'd give that, again, a little twirl. And then top it with a good little garnish. Make it pretty. Okay, you can add a rosemary sprig, a lime. What did you add, add to yours, Jesse? It looks beautiful. I added, I added some frozen berries. Amazing. Well, lovely. Cheers to the holidays. Cheers. So refreshing. So delicious. I love it. And what's um for, what's a substitution for kombucha? Yeah, instead of kombucha, I really love those fever tree, like the tonic water or the soda waters. I found those absolutely delicious. Um, tonic water is, has quinine in it. It's really lovely for the liver. Absolutely delicious. I also use soda water. You know, soda water, something again, low in calories. It's hydrating. If you add a bit of those bitters, like that lavender or the elderberry, it's really going to soak up that flavor. So that's a really great substitute as well. Fantastic. Great. So is this something that we can drink all year round? 
Yeah, all year round. And again, like mix up the flavors. Um, you can do the ginger in the winter. It's really great for warming the system. The blueberry, I just love that nice red color. Um, so you can really mix and match. You can add ginger instead of lavender tinctures to it. You can add different flavors. Um, the other thing too, like you can also have fun. Anything that is an actual cocktail, you can kind of make into a mocktail. So you can make, um, you know, that mocktail, um, apple cider, the spiced apple cider, or um, sangria, things like that. Like, have fun with it. Go online, Google it. There's recipes for everything. Fantastic. So now on to some yummy festive orders. So first one is holiday bark. What's included in this? Lovely. So I know I love having kind of like a cookie exchange with friends. Sometimes instead of, you know, buying gifts, we make gifts. Something really easy is holiday bark, okay? So this is actually the finished product. It's really delicious. It's full of great nutrients um, and super easy. Okay, so something you can have fun. The kids can do it. Put it in a box and a bow, and you can gift it away. Okay, so for this holiday bark, the first thing we're gonna have is we're gonna melt the chocolate. So I've actually gone ahead and melted 70% uh, cacao. Chocolate is actually has a lot of great properties to it. Okay. Um, the reason why chocolate kind of has a bad rap is because most chocolate is a lot of cocoa mass or alcohol sugars. It's not pure chocolate. So I always recommend getting um, a chocolate that's 70% plus without any added um, sugar. Well, there'll be some sugar in there. There'll be 30% sugar. Um, no dairy. So it is pure chocolate. And then melting that down. Okay, so once you have that chocolate melted, um, you can most likely do it in a double boiler so you don't burn it very easy. What I'm then gonna add um, is puff quinoa. Okay, you can do puff quinoa or you can also do uh, coconut flakes. Okay, so puff quinoa is literally just quinoa that's been puffed. It's absolutely beautiful. And when you add this to the chocolate, do you remember eating crunch bars when you were younger? Yes. And I love crunch bars. And when you add puff quinoa to melted chocolate and you stir it in, that's exactly what it tastes like. It's absolutely amazing. Okay. So you get some protein from the, uh, the quinoa. I'm also going to add in pumpkin seeds. So raw pumpkin seeds are really high in zinc. They're really great. There's some protein. There's some fiber in there. I'm going to add those in. And I'm also going to add some goji berries. Okay. Goji berries are really high in vitamin C. They're really great for the immune system and the liver. Okay, so then all I'm going to do is I'm just going to stir that together. So I'm just going to stir all the ingredients until they're all covered in the chocolate. Okay, once they're all covered, I'm then going to get a baking sheet that's covered in parchment paper and just pour that in. I also love playing on the uh, goji berries and the pumpkin seeds, kind of that festive green and red coloring. Um, another great thing you can do is shredded coconut kind of like snow, which is really fun. Um, but feel free to kind of go with whatever flavors you're feeling, right? You can add ginger, you can do rose petals on top, which is really gorgeous. There's a lot of great ideas, okay? So then all you're gonna do is gonna pour all the contents into a baking sheet lined with parchment paper. And once you do that, you're gonna pop that into the freezer. Let that sit, I'd say for at least a half an hour to an hour. And then you're gonna take it out and it's just gonna be a big chunk and you can use a knife or your hands and just rip the pieces apart. Okay, so again, it's gonna be really beautiful. You can see the quinoa, the goji berries, the pumpkin seeds, and it's kind of guilt-free chocolate, okay? Chocolate has such a great wealth of magnesium, which is known as our stress mineral. I know we've talked about that in previous shows. So chocolate is good for us, okay? And why not add in a bit extra, you know, superfoods to it to enjoy it that much more and provide more benefits for your body? I love that. I made this ahead of time last night with my son. We had so much fun doing it. So in my recipe, I added the shredded coconut. Instead of goji berries, I did dried cranberries, oh, and then I did walnuts, 
pecans, and then the the pumpkin seeds. Oh, so mine looks like this. I love that. It's beautiful. And again, it's actually so healthy. And to get kids, you know, a lot of kids love their chocolate right? So incorporating this in a healthy way and introducing to these like superfoods that they may not have had before, instead of it being a, a, a scary food or something that they, you know, they may be opposed to trying, let them get hands on, let them come in the kitchen and make it with you and make it something delicious so that they can, they can enjoy it. That's absolutely great that you did that with your son. Yeah, we had a blast. So cheers to yes. the part. <laughs> cheers. Delicious. Mm, so good. And right? I I added a bit of um, Himalayan pink salt as well mm. on top. Give that sweet and salty mix, which was very, very good. Great addition. And yes, thank you for adding that in because it just really elevates all the flavors, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. That's good. I can eat the whole thing. <laughs> I know. You really have to like portion it so you don't eat the whole thing. And like, but it's healthy for me. I can. You're like, no, no, no. I still have to have willpower. But again, yeah. at holiday parties, if you want to bring, if you're responsible for bringing a sweet or a dessert, bring this. Again, it's super easy, and people are really going to appreciate it. Same thing with a mocktail. A lot of people go to these social gatherings, these events, and they don't always want to drink, but sometimes we feel that pressure. Oh, everyone's drinking. So even when you go, bring some extra kombucha for other people to enjoy as well. So I'm sure they're actually going to appreciate it and be like, wow, that's actually a really great idea. Love that. I love that idea. So lastly, we have our prosciutto wrap dates. That sounds so yummy. April, tell us about this whole food bite. So these are a crowd favor. favorite. They are absolutely delicious. They're so easy to make and they're quite good for you. So if you have are responsible for an hors d'oeuvre or an appetizer or a party, you have to make these. Okay. So there's a simple, a couple of simple ingredients. Okay. So we have these dates. Make sure that they're the medjool dates. You kind of want the big plump ones. You can kind of find these in the produce section of the grocery store instead of the dried food goods area. They're just a bit bigger and they're easier to stop. Okay. Pick your favorite cheese. I have Gouda. Um, Jesse, I think you have goat cheese. You can pick whatever cheese is your favorite. You can do brie. Have some fun with it. For all the vegans out there, I've also used dairy-free cheese, or I've stuffed it with like a cashew or a walnut with a bit of honey inside. You can also do that as well. Okay. Last but not least, uh, prosciutto. Okay. So prosciutto is great. Um, on the weekend, I made it with bacon. Added a bit more crunch. Um, I also made it, made a vegan version, and I did um, pears. So I I cut the pears super thin and I kind of bent them around the date. So you can also do that. Okay. So all of these recipes, you can add your own flair and you can do substitutions. Okay. So for this, all we're going to do is we're going to take the date and I've made a little incision. And what you're going to do is you're going to open the date up and you want to take the pit out. Okay. We don't want our guest teeth to break. So take that pit out. We're going to pit it. And then all you're going to do is you're going to take that piece of cheese Okay, or that nut, or whatever you want to put inside. We're going to put it inside, and we're going to kind of wrap it up like a sleeping bag. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up, cover the cheese so it's all nice and tucked in there. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take the prosciutto. Okay, take the prosciutto, and then we're just going to roll that around the date. Okay, so kind of, again, tuck it in like a blanket. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take a toothpick, and we're just going to poke it right through. Again, one of the easiest recipes you can possibly do. So now that that's all folded up, then what you're going to do is you're going to place it in the oven um, at 375 and you're going to bake it for about 10 to 15 minutes. Just watch it. Bacon will take longer. Prosciutto will take a bit uh, less time. Wait for it to become golden brown and the cheese to be melted. OK, 
okay? For all of you who have an air fryer at home, the air fryer is even better. I absolutely love air fryers. They're so quick, they're so simple. I actually melted my chocolate in the air fryer. It took all of two minutes. Um, but in the air fryer, these ones took about three and a half minutes today. Wow. So yeah, exactly. So if you're in a pinch to make an order, this is the one. Okay. So you put them in your air fryer and they come out and they're like crispy and melted. And how good are they? So good. I made these with my son again last night, actually the whole family. And there's only two left. <laughs> they're like little pockets of goodness, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Very, very good. So there's something that, yes, cheers. Exactly. Try it. It's absolutely amazing. Hmm. Every the time the sweet mm -hmm. flavor in your mouth. And so then the texture of the date, right? So that's again why it's so important to look for those soft, plump dates. Mm -hmm. That's that much better. Um, so yeah, have fun with that. Um, protein from the cheese and the prosciutto, fiber and minerals from that date. Um, yeah, delicious, great, not too expensive, and also so easy. I love that. And like you said, this holiday season, adding that personal touch to those gatherings and, and making something unique that your guests will remember for sure. Mm. Yeah. So lastly, is there one um, like key takeaway for our viewers as we approach the holiday season and a new year ahead? Yeah. Enjoy it. We got the pressure. The holiday season should be really something that we do to enjoy ourselves. And, you know, I was actually talking with a client uh, before this call and they were saying, oh, after the holiday season, I'm just happy to survive. Like after it's done, I'm just exhausted. You know, and it's a kind of a friendly reminder to really hone in on like why, you know, why is it so exhausting? Right. And maybe implement one thing in that day to do for yourself. Right. Again, if it's at that five minute journal, if it's taking five minutes and going for a walk on your own, listening to that music, making 10 minutes to read your book, engage in that. Right. It's the same thing with everything. We don't want to do it until we're exhausted and feel that feeling of burnout. We want to acknowledge that beforehand and implement small strategies that are going to help us. Right. Maybe that's having mocktails instead of alcoholic drinks. Maybe that's having, you know, a salad and engaging in those fresh fruits and vegetables to help you feel better and last through the holidays. Um, I think the goal should start before the holidays, not just in 2024. Yeah, I completely agree. So all great points. So wishing you all a happy and healthy year ahead. And thank you for all your support. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Happy holidays. Thank you for practicing with us today. Be sure to subscribe to Fidelity's Invested in Wellness podcast on your podcast platform of choice. If you'd like to follow for more, tune into our weekly Invested in Wellness webcasts. Register now on fidelity.ca.